Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Let's talk a little bit about a PC candidate speaking out now against a longtime MPP known for being brash, a little bit bold. Uh, her name is Goldie Gamari, and she is running in the very hotly contested riding of Carlton in Ottawa. And she is accusing Randy Hillier of harassment in connection with an incident she says happened at a conference two years ago. Now, Gamari announced on her Twitter Sunday saying this, quote, Two years ago, a sitting PC MPP harassed me, intimidated me, and used his body to bully and scare me out of getting involved in politics. I gave him an opportunity to apologize and recognize his actions were wrong. He chose to deny it ever happened, end quote. So Gamari challenged him to speak up, and he did. Now, at that point, Hillier had not even been named in this tweet. And for whatever reason, he proactively came out on Twitter. So he outed himself and said, quote, we briefly exchanged some pleasantries and small talk when we parted ways. It was only when you brought your claim forward two years ago that I learned of who you were at the time. I never denied the interaction, but I will confirm that there was never any physical contact, nor do I recall any unkind words exchanged. I'm truly sorry if you felt intimidated while we shared a smoke. It was never conveyed to me that you were looking for an apology and when the concerns were first raised, but please take me this as my sincerest apology. I believe you are an outstanding candidate and will make an incredible MPP for the riding of Carleton and an even better addition to our Ontario PC team. End quote. Two important things. I have heard recordings that Gamari had with the party brass at that time, so two years ago. So I think it's important that in this day of uh, anonymous sources, I want to be very clear, this complaint was taken to the party two years ago, and I have heard that conversation. I also want to be clear that I do know Ms. Uh, Gamari through work I did for the party. So let's bring her into the conversation. Her name is Goldie Gamari. Good evening. Hi, Alex. How are you? Well, I'm good. It's obviously been a very busy day for you. I want you to take us through, because, you know, I've got the Twitter account, and I've got Mr. Hillier's account, according to his response. Take me through two years ago what the allegation was. What happened, in your view? Uh-huh. Um, so, Alex, essentially, this was at the policy convention uh, in Ottawa being held, and I was attending as a party member, of course, and someone who had been considering uh, a run. I knew about the fact that the provincial ridings were going to be redistributed the way they were federally, and given that Nepean Carlton was going to be split in half, there was an opportunity to run either on the Nepean side or on the Carlton side, given where um, MPP McLeod decided she was going to, to run. So I'm there, and I'm thinking about it, and I've spoken to a few people and gotten some advice and attended the policy convention because that's something that is, of course, very important for me. And after uh, Patrick Brown's 
speech. This would have been sometime around 8.15 or 8.30 at night. I went outside to get some fresh air and also to check my messages and make a few phone calls just because the convention center was quite loud and busy. And I exit from the main doors and I turn right uh, because it was crowded there. So I turn to the right and, and walk a little bit into the corner and I'm just turning on my phone and I'm starting to check messages and all of a sudden I notice this larger, uh, sort of burly, older man walk up to me and without any sort of uh, indication of, of what, he, what he was going to do or any sort of communication, he just uh, put his arm, put his right, sorry, put his left arm around my shoulder, dug his fingers in, and sort of forcibly pushed me right up so that our bodies were pressed right up against each other. And um, he had his cigarette still in his left hand between his fingers, so that was really close to my face. And then he sort of leaned down and came very close to my face, uh, probably less than a centimeter away, and I could smell the alcohol on his breath and just sort of looked at me in, a, you know, in, a, in an intimidating sort of manner and said, are you Goldie from the PN? And that sort of caught me off guard because this is a gentleman that I had never met before. I had never seen him before. I didn't know who he was and I was a little bit surprised that he would know my name or that I was from the PN. Okay, so and let me let me just stop you there. Were you scared at the time? I wouldn't say that I was terrified, but there was an element of fear, given that I'm 5'2", 110 pounds. I'm standing outside by myself, and all of a sudden, this larger, drunk man comes up to me and just takes over my personal space and, you know, holds on to me and pushes me right up against him. It, it, it had an element of fear to it. So you reach out to the party, um, and and they 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 took your allegations quite seriously at the time, correct? Yes, I was told that this is inappropriate behavior, and that they were going to do an investigation to see what happened. And here we are, two years later, um, and, and obviously he still remains, but. Where do things stand at this point? I understand the party is now looking back into these allegations. Yes. So initially when I first brought these, uh, this incident to the party, they looked into it and I was told that even though my uh, based on the security camera footage, there was not much they could do because he was denying it. And he did, and all I was asking for was an apology. I just essentially wanted him to recognize that what he did was not proper behavior and that he would not do it again. Um, I understand in politics, people can be intimidating or whatever the case might be. I mean, that's, that's politics, I guess. That's the game. But we can do that using words. We should always respect someone's uh, physical space. Okay, so let let me let me ask you this. He did, in fact, tweet out an apology. Is that enough? Well, he didn't exactly apologize for what he did. He still hasn't acknowledged what he did. He's still denying it. So, no, quite frankly, that apology isn't enough because this isn't about hurting my feelings. Quite frankly, my feelings weren't hurt. I was angry, and if anything, his behavior 
uh, to try and intimidate me only strengthened my resolve to run and to speak office. So, no, his apology is not enough because he still doesn't, he still can't own up to the fact that what he did was wrong. So what, what would you like to happen? What needs to happen from here? Well, I'm pretty happy with the fact that, so I mean, this, once this incident happened two years ago, I just, I just dropped it when I knew that there was not going to be a resolution because my focus has always been on the people of Carleton. I got involved in politics because I want to make a difference. And I decided to put this aside and to just focus on seeking the nomination. And, and now I'm focusing on the election. Um, this incident was leaked to the media, uh, I guess, sometime last week with everything else that's going on. And I was approached by David Reedley, who pretty much knew the story. And at that point, because it was already out there, I decided that I should at least have an opportunity to give my version of events. And having done so, I spoke with uh, Ali Pandelshi and John Sinclair. They were they took this very seriously, and they were quite upset with what happened. They said that they didn't know about this, and that um, that they were going to look into it. And I was told that they will hire a third-party investigator who's going to look into these allegations. I was told that I would receive a call today uh, to go over. What happened? I still haven't received that call, but I'm sure it's just because there's a lot going on right yeah. now with the party. But I have every faith that the uh, external investigation will will uh, put this matter to rest. So I, I've only got about 45 more seconds with you. Um, yeah. You know, clearly this has not deterred you from running. Absolutely not. I believe in the message. I believe in the party. I'm so honored to be here. I'm so blessed to be a candidate. And my focus and my priority is to continue working hard for the people of Carleton. We're going to win this election and we're going to get rid of Kathleen Wynn. <laughs> well, you know, but there's a, a bit of rebuilding that has to do. Just on a side note, uh, with everything, the volatility that you're seeing, are, are candidates feeling uh, confident? Yes, we are. We, um, with everything that's going on, we are still confident. I mean, we've all been working hard. We've been knocking on doors. We've been sharing the message, and that's going to continue no matter what. Because at the end of the day, we're all united. We're all one party, and we're all going to move forward as a team. Stay tuned. We'll see what happens. Goldie, thanks for talking to us. Thank you, Alex. Goldie Gamari joining us from Ottawa tonight on these allegations. We'll see what happens with that. Clearly, there is some kind of internal investigation underway.